You're listening to the Calvary Church Audio Experience, designed to empower and encourage you throughout your week. This is podcast number one, talking about your perspective affects everything. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ben Daly, and I want to welcome you to the launch of what I'm calling the podcast. It's real simple, the podcast. You need to add this podcast to your rotation. Really, I created this podcast really with one thing in mind. Every week, I want to remind you. I want to be a voice that shows up in your life to remind you. Remind you of what? Remind you of the gospel. The gospel's good news, but what is the news and what makes it so good? And I think this podcast is important because sadly, much of what's sold today as the gospel, I think it's an inferior substitute to the real thing, the real gospel. Don't be fooled by cheap knockoffs. There is an easy way to distinguish the authentic from the counterfeit. The true gospel is 100% good news. There is no bad news in the good news. And if the gospel you have bought into makes you feel insecure or anxious or depressed or guilty or ashamed or condemned, then it's no good. You better get rid of it before it kills you. The original gospel, the gospel that we're going to talk about, really, it's the message that signaled great joy for all people. It was and remains an announcement about a man, Jesus. I'm going to talk about Jesus. This man has done not one but two deeds of supreme and eternal significance. He died for you. He lives for you. He died as you. He lives as you. The gospel is Jesus. The good news is Jesus, and he's the greatest news in the world. And it's such good news that the bad news doesn't even matter. And there's a whole lot of bad news today. But this podcast is different. It's good news. So, no matter what platform you're listening on today, on this very first episode of the podcast, or if you're watching on whatever the video format is, this is created to bring you good news. I don't care where you are. You may be driving. You may be running errands. You may be working out, you may be cleaning your garage, you may be sending emails, it doesn't matter, I don't care. I pray right now that this podcast causes you to grow and to increase in God's grace and intimacy with Jesus. Now, on this very first podcast, so I got to get used to this whole new thing. This is new for me, so uh, we're going on this journey together, but I want to I launch just kind of a few talks uh, over the next few weeks, I guess. And I just want to deal with perspective. Today I'm dealing with your perspective and how it affects everything. You know, perspective really is in the eye of the beholder. Think about that. We all perceive the world in our own unique way. Every one of us. Everyone views and interprets life 
differently, even, even when our eyes may be fixed on the very same thing. Many of the problems we have in our life, the problems we have with each other in our relationships, did you know are created because of our mismatched perspectives? I mean, how many times have we clashed with someone? I mean, some of you right now, I mean, you clashing. You've been dealing with this, this quarantine for the last how many year, years we've been in. It feels like years. For some of you in some states, it feels like decades. And you, you, you got some of your relationships right now clashing. How many times have we clashed with someone because we didn't see eye to eye? I mean, husbands and wives, think about that. I mean, squabble with each other because of issues. They view issues differently. Employees don't get along with their bosses because of opposing perspectives. Politicians, they just debate the issues with contrary opinions. And there's a lot of that going on right now in our world, no doubt about it. Why do we see things so differently? Very simple. You know, I'm a guy that loves glasses. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing one of my favorite pairs. I think I've, I've collected them over the years. Um, bunch of different glasses. I'm kind of a glasses guy. But did you know one of the reasons I think why we see things so differently? It's it's because of the glasses we wear, and 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 when I when I say that, I'm talking about special glasses. I'm talking about glasses that are not worn on your eyes. These glasses are actually worn on your heart. Hey, what is up? McKay is here, and I'm one of the pastors here at Calvary. I wanted to come on here quickly and invite all pastors and leaders to check out GCCM, Gospel Circle of Churches and Ministries. We love what's happening, and it's really a dream come true. Join us to have access to monthly connect calls, staff connects, gospel circles, new covenant worship, our message series, graphics, the custom GCCM app, and more. Make sure you check out gccm.cc today. And the reality is some of us are wearing some devilish lenses that are distorting the way we view life. And sadly, many of us live in defeat, live in despair, live in discouragement, live in shame, live in regret because we're looking at life through these messed up glasses that we're wearing on our heart rather than seeing things now through God's eyes. And here's and here's how it works. Really what I'm talking about today when I'm dealing with perspective, I'm really dealing with attitude. The fact is we need an attitude adjustment from time to time and the the attitudes that are filling our hearts right now form the way that we're viewing the world around us. Listen to these truths right here. What's around us does not determine what we see. What's within us does. Wow. How about this? We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. 
Wow. So when these wrong attitudes take over our hearts, when they seize control of our heart, that's when our perspective gets totally thrown out of whack. And the problem's been around for a long time. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that. But I, I'm, I'm really talking from a place really that, that God's dealing with me right now. I, I'm telling you, he is convincing me of some things right now in my own life. I'm kind of really just sharing from my own place right now. I jotted this down actually in my, in my notes this past week. I was spending time with the Lord. And I wrote this down. I've got to live from within. I've got to live from within. Listen to Proverbs 4.23. I might read 24, but listen to this. Keep your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it, out of your heart, flows the issues of life. See, some of you think your issues are with that man, with that woman, with your job. Your issue is with that messed up friend, that messed up person. Your issue is with some money issue, whatever. Something out here. No. No. That's not really the issue. The issue is you. Are you living from within? It says keep your heart, guard your heart, because out of your heart spring forth, flow the issues of your life. If you want to know what's going on, we got to start dealing with the heart. And then it goes on to say put away from you a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from you. Look at that's incredible. The heart and the mouth are connected and determine the course of your life. It is a heart issue. The issues of our life are springing up from our heart. This problem has been around a long time. We got to deal with the heart. And um, I'm talking to myself right now. But talking about the heart, Saul Think about the glasses he wore. Again, not on his face, on his heart. Saul in the Bible, he, he had jealousy on the heart. Jealousy seized control of his heart when he heard these Israeli women singing praises to David. David had accomplished some things more than what he accomplished. And 1 Samuel 18 verse 9 says, From that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. Wow, jealousy hit his heart. It changed his whole life, his whole perspective. I thought about those 10 spies. Boy, inferiority hit, hit their heart. You talk about inferiority glasses. Not wearing them on, on their face, but on their heart. It changed everything. Inferiority seized control of their heart. And, and, and the reality is they said in Numbers 13, 33, here they are, inferiority seizing control of their heart when they snuck into the land of Canaan. And here's what it says. We even saw giants there. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. Inferiority seized control of their heart. They saw themselves as grasshoppers, and the reality is <laughs> that's not how their enemy saw them. Mm -mm. No, that's how they saw themselves. Pharisees in the Bible, they wore these cynical glasses. I, cynicism seized control of their heart. I don't know. Grabbed hold of their heart, and they constantly looked for fault in Jesus. Luke, Luke 6, verse 7. Pharisees had their eye on Jesus, hoping to catch him in, in, a, 
in a Sabbath infraction. See, perspective is created when our eyes and our heart exchange information. And although we see with our eye, watch this, we perceive with our heart. Hey, what's up? Xander here, and I'm one of the content creators here at Calvary. You can stay connected to Calvary in a variety of ways. Follow us on social media by searching Calvary Church CC on Instagram and Facebook. Want to check out our YouTube? Search Calvary Church and subscribe and turn on post notifications. The best way to stay connected, though, is by downloading the Calvary Church app. Go to the App Store and search Calvary Church CC. Download the app, create your own profile, and turn on notifications so that you're always in the know about all things Calvary. So perception is really the way our heart interprets what we see. And I told you today that perspective, your perspective is what is affecting every area of your life. Today, perspectives affect your mood. The way you see things can either today propel you to cloud nine or plunge you into the pit of despair. It's your perspective. It's affecting your moods today. You're blaming everybody around you for the way, you know, you, you, you are and, and how moody you are. No, it has nothing to do with everybody around you. Your perspective is affecting your moods. Perspective is affecting your relationships. We assume we know what other people think. We assume we know what other people feel, even though it may not even be true. And so the way we see things can create conflict and confusion in our relationships. Your perspective is affecting your relationships. And then this is, this is a reality you got to think about, that perspective even affects your decisions. You start imagining the most unlikely scenarios in your life. And then you base your decisions on the imaginary. My God, I hope during this podcast we can start washing our imaginations. We got some crazy imaginations. We're making crazy decisions based on these crazy imaginations and winding up in places that we never wanted to go. And so in order to have a proper perspective, oh, we got to have a change of heart. We're dealing with the heart. The heart. Listen to Titus 1, verse number 15 in your Bible. It says this, a person who is pure of heart, listen to this, a person who is pure of heart sees goodness. Look at how it affects the eye. A person who is pure of heart sees goodness and purity in everything. But a person whose heart is evil and untrusting finds evil, sees evil in everything. For his dirty mind and rebellious heart color all that he sees. And, you know, if, if you're a part of Calvary Church, if you're not, I would encourage you to check out calvarychurch.cc and learn more about Calvary or download our app, Calvary Church CC. But I remind the people of Calvary all the time, one of the core promises and blessings of God's new covenant that he's given to us in Christ Jesus is this, that we have received, thank God, a brand new heart. And many of us have been taught that we can't trust our heart. I heard that growing up in religion. You hear that. You can't trust your heart. So we hear verses like, 
Jeremiah 17 verse 9 that says the heart is deceptive and deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And we hear stuff like that, not knowing how to rightly divide scripture, not knowing that Jeremiah was referring to the man or the woman who hadn't received Jesus as his life, as his Lord, as his Savior. And, and, and once we're saved, the Bible says in Ezekiel 36 that we've been given a new heart. So if I've got a new heart, that means I can trust the promptings of my heart because God dwells in me and he leads me from within. I've got to learn how to live from within. And his promptings never contradict his word. Wow. So once we're saved, God opens our eyes and turns us from darkness to light. But our eyes have difficulty sometimes adjusting to the light after being in darkness so long. And although God gives us, yes, he gives us a new heart, our perspective still needs to be transformed. And I get it. Sometimes I struggle. Do you? I struggle with my inner attitudes, but at the core of who I am, and this is good news today, at the core of who I am, I want exactly what God wants from me. Hey, believer, at the core of who you are, you actually want exactly what God wants for you. You want God's love to characterize your life. You want to discover and live out your purpose in the kingdom of God. You want to manifest the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy in this world. We want to be conduits of grace. Yes, you do. Conduits of truth. Conduits of, of mercy in the lives of, of the people in, in your life, the people around you. you. You want to be an agent of change and peace and justice in a hurting and broken world. That's truly what you want deep down inside. But sometimes... Even though our true nature, our true self, our true heart are in perfect alignment with the desires of God. Uh-oh, I got an unrenewed mind. Sometimes my unrenewed mind trips me up and tricks me. And remember, we're transformed how? The Bible says we're transformed not by the renewing of our spirit, but by the renewing of our mind. And that principle of transformation is, is demonstrated by this miracle. And I want to close this, this first podcast with, with really this little story right here in Mark 8, uh, 23, um, 24, 25. And I talk about this little story, I think, in like the introduction to my book, Limitless. And if you've not downloaded Limitless, you need to do that today. But this principle of transformation, Mark 8 says this, a blind man was brought to Jesus. He took the blind man by the hand, led him outside the village. When he had spit in the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see everything? He looked up and said, I see people and they look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Oh, after Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes a second time, I, I kind of think the man started singing something like, you know, I can see clearly now. <laughs> the rain is gone. I can, I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me. Bl it's going to be a bright. Y'all know what I'm talking. 
bright, sunshiny day. That story is amazing. It really is. Jesus spit can open more blind eyes than all the eye surgeons in the world. And in this incident right here, Jesus did the healing in two stages. First, what did he do? He opened the man's eyes. Finished. The man could see people. It's done. But his focus was off. Jesus touched the man a second time so he could see clearly. And you know, maybe Jesus performed this miracle in stages so so it could be an object lesson that even after gaining spiritual sight, we still have problems with the way we perceive things. We still have an unrenewed mind that needs to be renewed. And although we only need one touch from Jesus to open our eyes, we need the help of the Holy Spirit to straighten out our twisted perspectives. Hey, what's up? Sylvia here, and I'm one of the dream teamers here at Calvary. One of the best ways to stay connected here is to join the Calvary Text Club. Get updates, encouragement, and stay in the know about all things Calvary. To join, text Calvary to 888-465-2275. Come on, we once were blind. I heard an author say this, we once were blind, but now we squint. Proverbs 4.18 says what? Our path is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. I'm seeing things more clearly and more clearly. So we're on this journey process. That's why I think it's very important for people to learn the vital and the legal, the legal and the vital aspect of their redemption, that the legal side is that it's already done, but the vital is the work of the Holy Spirit through the Word of God in us, changing our minds, renewing our minds, being transformed by the renewing of our minds, the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So why is this important? Because many of us, oh, maybe I'm just talking to myself today, but many of us, I may, I'm just talking to me, many of us have left our heart unprotected, which has allowed messed up attitudes. And these attitudes have created some mess in our heart and we are seeing things in the world and it's off and we got to deal with our hearts. Take them, take them glasses off, deal with it. What I'm about to say as I close is very, very important. As a new covenant believer, I'm talking to you believer, God will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank God. However, he won't continue to promote you if you leave your heart unprotected and continue to allow those messed up attitudes in. God, Hey, God always loves you. God always accepts you. But he won't promote a rotten attitude. We got to deal with our attitude. We got to deal with our attitude. God won't abandon us, but he, let me tell you something. If, 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 if you think he's going to take us to you know, higher places. No, let me tell you something. Our attitude can, can hinder promotion in our life. So y'all next week, I think I'm going to stop there, but next week we're going to deal with one of these deals that has really hit, hit, hit hearts hard. And that's rejection. Talk a little bit about that for the next few weeks, because if we, if we don't deal with it, let me tell you something, it's going to affect every area of our life. And, and believe me, we got to deal with it because it's affecting what we're saying. Just listen to people who call themselves believers. 
We call ourselves believers, but we don't sound like it. I mean, the stuff in our hearts just spilling out of our mouth. Joy is the official voice of faith. And, and in times of difficulty, what's coming out of your mouth? Do you hear joy? Inexpressible joy? Or do you hear mess and problems and defeat and rejection and all of this stuff? Let me tell you something. Your mind, your mouth is setting the course for your life. we got to deal with perspective. And in the name of Jesus, I declare over every one of you that as we deal with our hearts, we're going to see good things. As a matter of fact, I just declare over you that verse of scripture I read a moment ago, Proverbs 4.18, that your path is like the light of dawn. Receive it. And it only shines brighter and brighter and brighter in Jesus' name. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. This is Ben Daly. Can't wait to be back next week as we continue our talk dealing with perspective.